What's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 1172 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're about to listen to a coaching call between an entrepreneur like yourself and me. And I'm here to coach, and I'm here to help, and you're there to listen in and hopefully get some value from this conversation. Today with Jason Lazarus, host of the British Black Entrepreneur podcast. He had a podcast prior to this that he stopped. It was a good learning experience, but then he found a new passion, new discovery, a new yearning to help a certain community, and it's live now. And by the time this episode comes out, he will have had several episodes already. As we are discussing, he is just about to come out. So we're doing a little bit of time traveling here, but he's doing such a good job already, and I'm excited to have you listen in on the approach that we take and how he can monetize this and turn it into a business, right? How do we combine the passion that we have to help a group of people with monetization and do it in a genuine, authentic way? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're looking to monetize, this is the one for you. So here he is, Jason Lazarus from the British Black Entrepreneur Podcast. Here we go. Jason, welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Thanks so much for coming in today. Hey, Pat, thank you. It is an honor and a privilege to be speaking with you. I'm really excited. And in order to help you out, I need to know a little bit about you. And I think everybody else listening wants to know too. So quick introduction, who are you and what do you do? All right. So father, husband, I'm an elementary school teacher, primary school teacher. I'm based here in the UK. I've been doing that for about five years now. Before that, I was a teaching assistant, got married quite young, 23, 24. So I had a family and kind of have been doing that now for yeah eight years now. I've been married. So it's been really cool. Started a podcast about 18 months ago, two years ago. And during that time, the subject matter that I looked at was because I was interested in acting at the time. And it was called the Inner City Actors Podcast. And I was focusing on actors within the inner cities around not just London, but all over the world, really. And it did okay. It didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And I kind of sort of lost the direction. And I kind of recently, well, several months ago, I kind of stopped. I discontinued the show. But I was happy with, I learned so much from it. And I think it was really good to go through that kind of experience. So that's me, my background and kind of where I've come from. Yeah. So my follow-up question is, so where do you want to go? Was it the podcast that you thought was maybe going to be the thing and now you don't know what your thing is? Or tell me a little bit more about what your goals are. I'm actually in the middle of starting a new podcast because originally I'd done the course with London Real, somebody called Brian Rose. You may have heard of him. Mm -hmm. And I did his podcast course. And so now I've kind of gone on a journey of discovery, knowing that I really like entrepreneurship. I really want to support my own community. And I've got a podcast called, well, it will be called The British Black Entrepreneur. I've got a 99 Designs. I've researched. I've kind of in the mix now of getting ready. And I've got two interviews lined up, one tomorrow and one on Wednesday. And I'm currently at the moment sort of cold emailing people and I've got a list down. So it's taken a lot of work to really kind of get to this point. And I remember hearing some of your advice about batch recording, making sure that you kind of have maybe 10 episodes, or you said six or seven episodes, I'm going to try and go for 10 and then focus on promoting and marketing my show. So I kind of want to talk to entrepreneurs in the UK that are Black from Afro-Caribbean descent. And I think with what's happened with sort of Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, and kind of some of the things that have happened in our world recently, I think it's a good time for, mm-hmm. you know, Black entrepreneurs to really do something good and really to kind of get their stories, really. And I know quite a few already. And it so happens to be that many of the actors I interviewed were also business owners as well. So they're people that I'm going to have on my new show, and they've already agreed to come on. So I've kind of 
got something called a pre-interview form where I'm just preparing them to come on and everything. So that's been really exciting. And my main goal, I suppose, is that I want to turn my podcast into a business similar to what you do, what other people have done. I remember listening to Sophie Walker's interview you did with her on, I think it was SPI. She came on, you invited her. And I was like, ah, that'd be great if I could have something similar to that in terms of what she did or how she did it. I know it's a different niche, obviously, but that kind of roadmap and really the aim really was to kind of ask you in terms of what my next steps could be in terms of, let's say monetization. It's something that I want to do for a living. So, you know, I'm really invested in it and kind of that's where I'm at at the moment. Cool. Well, thank you for that rundown. I love the idea of the show. I think it's very much needed and those voices need to be heard for sure. And so I can tell you're excited about it. I can tell you that you're jazzed up and you're already putting into motion a lot of the things. And I think very smartly you're thinking ahead in terms of, okay, well, how, how does this have longevity? How does this actually turn into a business? The first thing to know is that a podcast is not a business. A podcast is a medium to potentially build businesses from. And all businesses come from understanding the challenges and the struggles that a certain demographic or target audience or market will have, and then you coming in and then providing them a solution. Now, when it comes to podcasting, there are, in fact, many different ways to monetize. And the most common way that people think is advertising and sponsorship. That is something that could potentially happen down the road. There are likely many companies out there that would want to get in front of your audience and especially with the topic manner, want to show their support. And that could be something that could open up, but it's not going to open up right away. I think it's really important to understand that there's going to be a little bit of a lag time before we get to that point, if ever. But that doesn't mean that you can't make money in any any other way. I think a lot of people go, okay, well, I need tens of thousands of downloads per episode in order to make money. And that's just not true. What needs to happen is you need to really nail who it is that you're speaking to and find out exactly what they need help with. From that point, you can then start to understand, well, what services, programs, information might they need to help them reach their goals. And the podcast becomes a way to, number one, build trust. Number two, it builds authority through association with these people who you bring on. It allows you to practice showing how you can be an expert and how connected you are to a space and people want to get access to that. And number three, it becomes mechanism to deliver messages about the thing that you're offering, whatever that ends up becoming later. So we still got a long road ahead. It's not going to be the podcast is out and then the next day you'll start making loads of money, but you're on your way and you're doing the right thing. What needs to happen is even before you understand who it is that you're attracting and what they might need help with, and you might not know that right away and that's okay. You're finding your voice, you're finding your audience and they're going to find you and then you'll be able to understand more about them from there. I would hope that you have a mechanism to collect an email address at some point so you can have more direct conversations. I hope that you can connect with them on social media, for example, on Instagram, where you can have direct message conversations, just again, to help you analyze more about who they are and what they're struggling with. But the most important thing that I wanna know from you, Jason, is what does business success mean to you? Because if you wanna build a seven-figure multi-million dollar business through the podcast, can be done. But that's a completely different set of solutions, problems, and avenues versus a person who might be trying to make, well, 50,000 pound a year, right? It's going to be completely different. So I'd love to know when it comes to success, let's define this. Do you have numbers in mind? Like, what does that look like to you? How much, if you don't mind sharing, you don't have to, but we could have this conversation. How much does the business need to make for you to go, this is exactly doing what I wanted to do? I think for me, I always kind of said in the region of between 10 and 20,000 pounds a month. A month. So we're looking at 120,000 pounds sterling. That is the ultimate aim and goal 
And I suppose one of the kind of long-term aims for the podcast for me would be to create a kind of a niche marketplace. And I think what you've said has been really important because finding out their problems, pains, and providing solutions, because they all might be quite different. My tagline or my kind of three words is promote, educate, inspire. So promoting black businesses in the UK, inspiring entrepreneurs to begin their journey and to carry on if things are tough, and also to educate. That would be maybe bringing on people so I know one or two millionaires who can maybe educate or who have lots of business experience to those that are maybe starting or are struggling in business. So those are the kinds of three things that I want to do. So in my mind, I can see that's something that I want to do. And I've seen it happen in the States. You guys have got We Buy Black by a guy called Sharif. I can't remember his surname. He makes about a quarter of a million dollars a year annually turnover. And there's also one in the UK. I've got to look at their figures again, but they're they're doing something similar to what I want to do as an end goal. I suppose my kind of USB, as it were, would be, yes, I'm not starting as an entrepreneur as such, wanting to be one, want to talk to them, those people. But then also I'm thinking about really having a platform where black businesses can support one another. I want the podcast to be a case of, you know, a safe place to talk about what's going on, the struggles, the challenges. They could be race related, they could be money related, whatever it might be. And I think that's sort of where I want to go. And I think it's been good because I know podcasting is much more of a long game. You've really got to be invested in it and want to do it for the long term. Because I love talking, I love having conversations. And so it was the the first kind of medium that I wanted to use to really have those conversations and get to that point, the avenue I wanted to use to get into business. So that's kind of where I'm thinking in terms of money-wise numbers and also where I want to go long-term. Thank you for that. I think you chose the perfect medium for those types of conversations for sure. It's all about storytelling. It's all about the emotion and the experiences that can come out through the conversations you have. And even if there are no guests on the show, you can share your own perspective as well. And that is absolutely valuable too. But I want to bring some math into this because if, you, if you're trying to make, for example, 120,000 pound a year, that's you know a thousand dollars a month for 12 people paying you monthly, like $1,000 a month from 12 people. If you could potentially coach 12 people, that's, you know, times 1,000. I'm just trying to bring some perspective in terms of, well, just what does this actually mean? Now, maybe it's, you know, 24 clients a month paying you $500 and it's a new 24 people every single month, but this is an online course that you have. Again, I don't want to have conversations about whether you should create an online course or whether you should do coaching or whether you should do whatever, because that's not where to start. Where you want to start is, let's build an audience based on my interests and see what happens from there. And that's that's gonna be your first step. That's where I would focus. And this effort of bringing real conversations, if it doesn't come out in a podcast episode, you're not doing it right. You gotta lean into exactly what you said, what you want this to be about, make it about that. I think a lot of people say this, and I'm not saying this is you, but this is many podcasters I teach. They say they want their show to be about this, and then it just becomes a generic copycat of another interview show, mm, right? Yeah. Like, let's have the hard conversations that you want to have so that we can bring to light these things and people can feel safe about it, thus attracting more people to you, thus people attracting others for you to the same space, to the same podcast. Get on your email list, and then you can have conversations and determine you know, who you might be able to help. Ultimately, when it comes to monetization, I think that before we get to the bigger programs and the marketplaces and all these like super high level things, which are admirable, absolutely fantastic goals to have. That's like, that's like shooting for the stars, right? And that's where we want to end up. That should always be your North Star. But let's bring it back down to today. 
you could potentially, even today, even without the podcast, you could probably ask around these people who you're reaching out to cold emails with or even people who you already have in your network. You might already be able to provide something based on your own skills, your own knowledge and accountability and support to start even generating income sooner than later where you don't even need to have a certain number of listeners to have. But to narrow it down, to make it easy, start with one person and help them with getting one result. And when you start there, I promise you, it's gonna change everything for you in terms of what it is that you feel is possible for you. Because monetization is also a very psychological barrier that we have to get over in terms of our worth and whether or not we can actually charge or asking for the sale and whatnot. And the training that you can get by trying to find one person who needs help can give you so much value whether you choose to focus on, you know, more individual one-on-one type help later, which you might find that maybe initially it's not something that is attractive to you, but then you do it and you're like absolutely falling in love with it or the opposite. You might try it once and you're like, okay, now I know I don't want to do that. So let's look for other options now. That's where it starts. One person, one result. After you start to build an audience, I would imagine sooner than later, if you put it out there and they feel that it's a safe space and they're connecting with you, And if you're consistent and you're showing up, they trust you, they know, like, and trust you now. I can imagine that it it could be very easy for you to connect with somebody and see how you can work out a deal like that and then go from there. The, The beauty is a podcast will open up doors. It opens up possibilities. We can't see what the doors are yet. But the truth is we gotta be consistent and put it out there. And I think you're already doing the right things to go ahead and do that. What do you think about all of that? Yeah, I think that's really good. I knew kind of from listening to you, listen to your show and listen to Ask Pat, that with podcasting, I knew it wasn't going to be straight away. Yeah, things are going to be rolling in and it's going to be like that. You've got to build an audience and it's going to take a while to really get things going. And I think I want to build something that's sustainable, that's going to be long-term because that ultimately is really what I want, knowing that uh, I started off quite small and it's kind of working. And I think through conversations, it's going to, I'll be able to work out maybe, like you said, what do people want from you? Maybe they want me to teach them how to podcast, for example. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, because a few people, it's funny actually, because two or three people would ask me, oh, I want to talk to you about podcasting because I had one before. I've got experience with doing it. So I'm thinking, ah, okay. So the light bulb's going off a little bit. Maybe that's something that I could talk to them about because I've got like the equipment and I've looked at your course, your YouTube. I've done a course on it. So I've got that level of IP, I feel, to even possibly do that. And just coming out of this conversation is making me think that's something that is potentially something I could offer in terms of getting your message out there. Completely. And I think as I'm talking to people, different business owners in the UK, then naturally things, I know what you mean, things might drop. Ah, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could try that. And obviously as the audience grows, it's about asking them, hey, so what can I help you with? Or something at the end of the podcast. I mean, in terms of finding out what the audience wants, would you advise things like at the end of your show, even asking them or reach out to me in my email or Instagram? Is that something that you kind of promote as well? Yeah, I think a more blanket statement doesn't work as well. You know, hey, if you have any thoughts and suggestions for how I might be able to help you, let me know. Like, we need to get specific, right? And in one episode, you can say, hey, if you enjoy this episode, reach out to me on Instagram. Here it is. I'd love to say hi. You don't even have to say what it's about. For some, it just might be a high. For others, they could be absolute golden students who become a part of your course down the road. You don't know. But I think that the thing is, you can do that from day one because one person can teach you so much about what it is that you can do further on. That's your advantage, starting out small. Like a lot of people throw numbers that are small and they go, oh, I'm behind or you know, other people are doing better. It doesn't matter what other people are doing. Like, do you know who those people are and what they need help with? Have you made connections with them? Have you talked to them? 
you could probably provide a lot more touch points and a lot more value than somebody like me could. Because honestly, I don't have the time anymore because I'm getting, you know, a million people asking me for stuff every single week. So that's your advantage being small is you have the ability to reach directly a much larger portion of your audience. Yes, it's a smaller pie, but you get more slices, if you will. So that's kind of where I would start for sure. Start opening up the conversation. And the trouble with a podcast is it's sometimes very closed conversation, like you're just hearing one or two people talk and that's it. But try to see how you might be able to invite the conversation from the other end. And if you can direct where to go to have those conversations. You know, for me, it's usually Twitter just because it's easier, but Instagram is great too. Then you can have like video messages or voice messages go back and forth, like lean into that. If you've read my book, Superfans, all the stuff that I talk about at the end of that book, it's all about making those people feel special, making them feel like they belong. Because when they feel like they belong and they feel like there's a safe space for them, they're gonna invite their other friends who aren't able to find a safe space too. And I think that's gonna be a huge advantage for you, especially with the topic manner and how if you hit the right, heartstrings, if you tell the right stories, if you talk even about things that maybe are indeed a little bit controversial, but in a nice way, it's going to invite a whole load of other people into which then you can connect with and, and learn from and build solutions for them from there. That's incredible. No, thank you, Pat. Just one more thing I wanted to ask you, actually. Obviously, yes, definitely starting off with uh, building the audience and the trust factor. I was going to ask you about affiliate marketing because I felt like that would be something in my mind, that would lean quite nicely with promoting one of my, the ethos of my brand, or part of it is going to be about promoting other products. And you talked about showing a video and maybe that you could be demoing the product, but almost like I've actually bought this and I actually like it and I'm not being fake about it. And inviting those guests of those products that you either have bought or that you like onto your show, is that maybe a first base type of way of getting the first type of business in at some point? Or do I kind of, not all, but do I need to be like, okay, let me build my audience. Let me find out what they want. Instead of thinking, I'm just going to go towards affiliate marketing. Do I need to kind of maybe pivot to what they want rather than go into that? I mean, ideally you'd want both, right? You would want to recommend a product that you know would help them. Everybody wins, right? And if you have your own experience with it, even better. But in the beginning, you might not know. And that's okay because it is a product that you are authentically talking about, that you've authentically used. And you believe that is authentically something that could potentially help people, it would be a disservice to not share that. It would absolutely be a disservice. Imagine saying, Yeah, I have a tool that might help you. If you have this problem, I had that problem. Here's something that'll help you. But you know what? I'm not going to tell you because my audience isn't big enough yet. That doesn't make sense. Right. So you share it with them. Even, even in the first few episodes, I think inviting a guest on who is the founder or owner of that product, especially if it's another black entrepreneur, that would fit in perfectly everybody supporting each other that fits within the ethos of everything that you're trying to do, that would be absolutely incredible, I think. And the beauty is, if people don't want it, they don't want it. They can still learn along the way. It's not a sales pitch webinar. It is a conversation. I had Nathan Barry on my show, the founder of ConvertKit, and we didn't even talk about ConvertKit like until the very end, as far as like, hey, if you need help with email, get into this. We just talked about his whole bootstrapping story and that was in and of itself inspirational. It just so happened that it connected to a product that I promoted as an affiliate at the end. It wasn't for the purpose of that though. And I think when people can get value, they're gonna look for ways to pay you back and affiliate marketing is an easy way to do that. So yeah, look for, look for ways to do that. For example, if you had a friend who had a podcasting course that fit into the ethos of what you're doing, maybe instead of you trying to create that course, maybe you talk about podcasting with that person and then you can promote it as an affiliate and then you've already solved that problem. You can move on to something else if that is not something you'd want to do yourself. So yeah, definitely a lot of options there. Oh, that's incredible. No, thank you. 
that has kind of really covered most of it. I just feel like, Good. I think, you know, there's always like that eagerness to get going. I mean, I'm doing your, you've got a course about branding. So I'm currently doing my website with WordPress. I'm just sort of sorting out at the moment, looking to launch in about four weeks time. So I'm kind of excited about awesome. launching all that. So good luck. Yeah, it's, it's exciting and it's really good. So I've really been enjoying your show and we're going to look forward to just more episodes of all the guys and gals that you have on. It's really good, really incredible what you're doing. Thank you, Jason. Where can people go to find your future website or your upcoming podcast? Where should they go? Yeah, excellent. So for on Instagram, it will be the British Black Entrepreneur. And my website is going to be www.thebritishblacktrepreneur.com. That's where you'll find my social media and my website. Cool. Jason, thank you so much for this. Thanks for being open. Thanks for being vulnerable. Thanks for doing what you're doing. And we look forward to, maybe we can catch up later and see how things go after you launch and everything. Is that cool? Yeah, definitely. I'd love to come back on and let you know how it's all going. Yeah. All right. We'll hold you accountable then. You got to do the work though, obviously. <laughs> so thank you, Jason. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. Take care. All right. I hope you enjoyed that coaching call with Jason from the British Black Entrepreneur Podcast. I recommend you check him out at Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find him. And what an amazing voice, I just must say. I, I wish I had that voice. Perfect podcasting voice, I must say. Anyway, thank you. Jason, for being here and for being vulnerable and asking questions, and I hope this was helpful for you, the listener. And if you'd like to get helped directly, just like Jason did for me today, all you have to do is apply at askpat.com. We might reach out to you near future, further future, and see how we might be able to get you here on the show, and I can help you out. And all I ask is that you let us share this with the world, and that way we can help more people too, and that's what this is about. Thank you so much, all of you for sticking around and I appreciate you. I look forward to serving you in next week's episode. So make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already and best of luck to you. Cheers and as always, Team Flynn for the win. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Sound design and editing by Paul Gregoris. Our senior producer is Sarah Jane Hess. Our series producer is David Grabowski and our executive producer is Matt Gartland. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.